Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Haunting. I'm your host, Grace Jensen. And I'm your other host, Elise Boger. So today, we'll be talking about one of my personal favorite ghost stories, The Cecil Hotel. Yes, we will. Uh, there's also a Netflix documentary, which is not affiliated with us, of course, um, on the story, if you'd like to check that out. And as well, uh, we're trying a new way of recording these podcasts because last time it wasn't so perfect uh so we're trying a little bit different so just work with us you know we're still getting used to exactly how we want to do everything we're, we're still testing out different theories and different uh ways of recording so hopefully soon we'll have everything situated and it won't sound as uh unprofessional as it does right now because we're starting from the bottom yeah start from the bottom but we here you know yeah Okay, so let's get started. The Cecil Hotel was originally built as a tourist destination, but it soon served to more violence or troubled guests. Yes, there have been multiple deaths and a disappearance here, and as well as a serial killer, uh, Richard Ramirez, also stayed here. It's now reopened as low-income housing, but it's definitely known for its history and a string of deaths. Yeah, it's located in downtown Los Angeles, and is, you know, famous for its 100-year lifespan, beautiful art gallery. It's not this. You know, it's, it's famous for the scene of deaths and tragedies that have happened here multiple times. It, earned, it even earned a nickname for itself, America's Hotel Death. Or maybe it's Hotel of Death. Hotel of Death. It's probably Hotel of Death. According to Esquire, that was a popular nickname for the building. Yeah, and there has been a bunch of renovations through the years, but is located in one of the most dangerous places in California, uh, Skid Row. Cecil Hotel opened in the 1920s, and its main target crowd was traveling middle-class people. But that changed when the Great Depression hit. Yeah, um, so it was actually designed by Lloyd Lester Smith and hotelier William Banks Hanner, and it actually costed over $1 million to construct, but... Uh, that was a different time, so money has different value. So today, it would have costed around $21.2 million. It's a 700-room building and was intended to be an attractive place for international businessmen and middle-class tourists. Yeah, but eventually it turned into something a lot more sinister. It became a home for criminals and sex workers because of its placement on Skid Row. The first person to take their life at the hotel was a man named Percy Ormond Cook back in 1927. Yeah, and that was when the actual violence started. Um, the first recorded suicide was on January 22nd, 1927. Former real estate agent Percy Ormond Cook shot himself in the head in a hotel room after his relationship with his estranged wife and son could not be fixed. He died the same night. Three other men died by suicide between 1931 and 1938. Yeah, I wonder if there is something in the hotel that is making all these people want to kill themselves. Um, I mean, it's possible. Uh, the Netflix documentary, I have, I still have to watch the last episode. It's four episodes long, and it talks about a disappearance of a young girl. And they, I won't spoil anything, but it is very interesting. So there's definitely something that's making these people or most likely something that's making these people uh kill themselves or go missing or just dying it's it's a very sketchy hotel and 
would not recommend visiting here if you value your life. Yeah, but, uh, you know, there are people that um, get curious about these things and they want to go ghost hunting, you know, as someone call it. Um, but with yeah. the amount of people that have uh, killed themselves here or, you know, been murdered, um, you know, I feel like there is something definitely sketchy going on. I mean, those could not be all coincidences. Exactly. So the uh, two people that um, died by suicide uh, was W.K. Norton. He was found after he ingested some poisonous pills in around 1931. And then the Army Sergeant, sorry, Sergeant uh, Louis D. Borden was found with his throat slit with a razor uh, around 1934. And Roy Thompson of the Marine Corps jumped from the building and landed, landed on another building skylight in 1938. And at least eight guests have, quote unquote, fallen from the Cecil. It could be accidental or intentional. Yeah, so I I tend I wonder, you know, if maybe uh there's might be some possession going on, you know, or like a uh poltergeist. Yeah. There's there's definitely enough people, especially sketchy people that have stayed in this hotel. I really hope that's not controversial, but uh that that could definitely want to come back for something. Maybe just revenge on the hotel because that's where they died and for the sure. guests that are still alive are just you know, why Why do they get to live? And right. I had to die. And, you know, there's there's lots of things that could be going on behind this, this uh, uh, situation. Yeah, and especially in, you know, Roy Thompson, he was part of the Marine Corps. Uh, considering he jumped from the building, you know, and I don't know if it's a possession or it could be PTSD. But mm-hmm. I think it's it's interesting that it happened at the Cecil. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it could have definitely been PTSD, but um, because I mean, he, he does have that, if he did have that PTSD, I mean, that makes him more uh, vulnerable. Susceptible. To, yeah, to be uh, possessed. And, you know, I, I don't know if this is controversial either, but some people, I, I didn't find anything while I was researching this for the script, but mm-hmm. some people could possibly have checked into the Cecil just for this, like just just to die i mean for sure because uh people are not really going to question your death as much if you are dying to cecil but also i think that's um immoral on a part because you know the cecil is is a touchy subject to some people and um yes you know i feel like it's uh you can't just do that because you know a lot of people lost important people to them at this hotel because of it and it's like taking advantage of it to make to make your death more famous yes and that's definitely not what what should be going on yeah and, and i'm not saying know, that. the fact that he landed on another building skylight just goes to show that he was jumping from one building to another like he right. was not he was not he wasn't just jumping just just to die i mean he landed on another skylight yeah, and I'm not trying to say that all people who kill themselves are seeking attention, but, you know, if you check into the Cecil Hotel just to kill yourself because you want your death to be famous, I mean, I feel like that's very attention-seeking. Very. Um, so, one of the more famous murders that the Cecil is known for, but uh, maybe didn't happen here, it's just known for this, but that's probably just because it was in the area, uh, is the murder of Elizabeth Short, who was 22, uh, she, after her death, she became known as the Black Dahlia. 
which you've probably heard of if you've seen Spider-Man. Yes, because MJ does wear the Black Dahlia necklace around her neck. Yeah. But we're not talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> you may know this. You may not know the story, but you've probably heard and wondered about the story uh, behind what they just referenced as the murder. So we're we're gonna tell you about it. Um, her body was found mutilated and naked six days after she went missing on January 9th, nineteen forty-seven. They found her in a vacant lot near the Cecil in the. Forgive me if I say this wrong. Uh, Lemert? Yeah, I think it's like Lemert. Lemert, maybe. Um, Mm -hmm. Forgive me if I said it wrong. Um, Which is about five miles away from the hotel. You know, so I think it's, um, you know, uh, rumors and reports suggested that she may have been a guest staying at the Cecil days prior and or had been seen in the hotel's bars, reported by Insider. However, the claims went unquestioned or still unconfirmed. So I think it's... um, it's interesting that they automatically just blamed it on the cecil because uh it's not for sure if she was even a guest or you know there could just be people saying they saw her in the bar so i think it's wrong to just pinpoint her death straight up to the cecil exactly and the fact that the claims went unquestioned and that they're still unconfirmed which makes it a cold case right and they're just blaming it on the cecil that's that's definitely odd yeah um Considering this is something that actually happened, um, next season we are focusing on true crime, so we might do an episode just around her death because the whole point of our next season is we're going to be trying to, you know, maybe give a possible ending to some of these um, cold cases, um, you know, to the best of our ability. And and we're trying our best not to say anything too controversial because, you know, some of these things are very sensitive topics, so mm-hmm. hopefully we don't say anything to offend anybody um but uh black dahlia or um elizabeth short's death shocked the world and still remains unsolved yeah um there's actually so much that happened at the cecil and honestly we could go on forever about this because we haven't even really made any conversation we were just telling you about the cecil um for this episode sorry but we will link everything on the website of course just like always oh we do have everything up on the website now it has been uploaded so um, I know it's pretty fun and we're um so on our website just to discuss it real quick um we do have a few things uh linked on there for you guys um okay. pulling up the website right now so I can tell you guys exactly about it um, um, I think we have script outlines there uh you'll have to ignore our bad grammar um this is just an outline it's not specifically what we're saying it's just for us to stay on track because if you watched episode one you definitely know that uh, we're all over the place. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we, I feel like we've been a little bit more on topic this episode, which is which is better. But I mean, last episode, it took us about 20 minutes to even get up into the up into the topic, which is very sad. Yeah. But we're just here to have fun all while bringing you ghost stories. This episode might seem a little more solemn, but that's just because the Cecil is something that, you know, we're not really going to joke about as much because this is something very serious that happened you know, and it's yeah. been proven. Um, and we don't really know if it's something, you know, uh, paranormal that's causing this, but I mean, more than likely there has to be something behind it. Yes, definitely sinister. And I love reading about the Cecil and like, uh, Elise mentioned earlier, there is so much history behind the Cecil and so many different murders and 
quote unquote accidents and other incidents that have happened at the Cecil and it's, it's just too much to fit into one episode. So um, hopefully that the website that I researched off of is linked and you can read all about it. And I definitely suggest doing that. It's, it's definitely very off. And if you love to read about haunted places, uh, hotels specifically, I love reading about haunted hotels. So uh, I would definitely recommend reading about the Cecil if that's something that you like to read about. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, but like I was saying earlier, we do have the website is up and running now on there. We just we have a few things linked. Uh, we have our season one um, link, which has everything you need to know, you know, pictures of anything we talk about, along with our script outline, our sources. So you can read up on it yourself if you like. Um, we have our telonym on there so you can submit your own stories anonymously. Um, just go into some detail. We'll talk about it in an episode if you like or anything else you want to ask us. And then we're going to have a button for um, so you can apply a, a little thing for a Google form where you can apply to be a guest on the show. Um, well, if you if you get accepted, we'll have a little scheduled meeting for you so you can come on. You can tell about uh, one of your experiences or a different experience. And we'll also have the latest episode and all of our socials linked on the website as well. Um, uh, most of the time we won't show faces on the podcast, but uh, maybe eventually if we get more comfortable. But uh, if you're if you're not comfortable with that, don't worry about it because. Yeah, this is we, just audio. This is just audio. Yeah. Um, so I just until we get more comfortable, maybe later if we do get more comfortable and uh, feel a little more safe with it, then maybe we'll do other things like in-person interviews but uh Mm -hmm. it it really depends because you know these days especially it being 2022 you have to be really careful oh for sure um but if you guys don't mind do go check out the website um anything you would ever want to know about us is on there um also if you want to email us anything our emails and socials are linked for sure um so If you guys have any questions about the Cecil, we will answer them. Um, I think next we're going to talk about our Supernatural episode of the day. So, yeah, this episode we're going to be discussing um, the Supernatural pilot episode. We're not going to go into too much detail because this isn't a Supernatural podcast, but um, it is our recommended episode of the day. Um, It is is like at the top of my favorites list. I watch the pilot all the time. I know just about the entire script. I've seen it so many times. Yeah, it's it's a really good episode. Um, and it's, you know, it's crucial if you are wanting to get into Supernatural because it goes behind. Really, it sets up the entire 15 seasons. Um, I think it's a wonderful pilot. Um, it's it's really good. Um, especially I, because, especially being a low-budget show at the time, they yeah. did a beautiful job. Uh, yeah, and we're trying not to spoil it for you guys, um, but it really does set up the entire, um, the whole entire series. So if please go watch that and give it a chance. Yes, my number one recommendation is pilot. Yeah, and it it works really well because it's serious and discusses their background and everything with also light humor in there. I think Dean really just he he just lists the show so much. This uh. This episode was the episode I 
fell in love with Dean Winchester and he became my comfort character the first second he was on TV. I mean, on the screen. I mean, the the first time I saw him, which was when he tackled Sam, mm-hmm. I was like, I was shouting at my TV, you know, that that's him. That's my comfort character. And I will protect yes. him with my life. He's that like, is, he's like, that is my tiger. Character. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, this, this is it. This is the love of my life. Yeah. Um, it is just a wonderful episode. Um, even if you don't uh, like Supernatural, this episode is really good. I mean, there's a lot of um, this one's crucial if you plan on watching the entire series. But we'll also talk about some more lighthearted episodes that you can just watch in between that doesn't really need a whole lot of background on. Yeah, um, um, I, I do hear a lot when I ask people if they watch Supernatural, and I say they watched the pilot, and I just couldn't get into it. That's because you have to watch past the pilot to get into it. Yeah, I mean, it just sets up you're the gonna- whole. We're not saying you're going to get into it immediately after mm-hmm. watching the pilot. I mean, you have to keep trudging through. But after you finish season one, you're if you ain't hooked, there's something wrong. Right. Uh, it, you have to watch. But this one is crucial for setting up the series, but it doesn't show you a lot in the series. Have If you watch a normal episode in the beginning with a case, everything like that, um, then you will really start to get into it. Because I watched the pilot and I liked it, but I didn't really understand up until about uh, probably episode three or so. And then after that, I watched like the entire like like first two seasons in like a day. Yeah, I, I finished Supernatural within maybe a month of starting it, two months mm-hmm. at the most. I mean, it does I, take I, a while to keep you hooked for a good bit. I'll, I'll stretch to three, but um, it did not take me long at all. And the thing was, my aunt started watching it and then my mom started watching it. And then I started watching it, and then I finished before both of them. Yeah. I was the last one to start it, and I finished before both of them. And my mom, you know, I watch, I rewatch episodes all the time, and she'll come in and be like, is this the same episode you watched yesterday? Yeah. Especially with Mystery Spot. Like, yeah. You'll come in and be like, is this the episode that da-da-da-da-da? I don't want to spoil it. I'm like, Yeah. She's like, why, why do you watch the same episodes over and over again? I said, because they're my favorites and yeah, I love they're just, them. They're not good. You can person. watch them, you know, a bunch of times and never be tired of them. Yeah. I think I was already on. I was really late in the show when you started and then you you caught up with me fairly quickly. Yeah, because I got obsessed with it like extremely quick. I was in season seven or eight when you started. Yeah, I think. It didn't take me long to get caught up. <laughs> No, but she never surpassed me. No. She never passed me. Well, I would hope not. <laughs> um, okay, so, so the uh, the question of the day is... Have you ever had any weird hotel experiences? Uh, I'll go ahead and let Grace start with hers. <clears throat> I can't say that I have. I mean, some hotels do kind of freak me out, but... Uh, but- but, like, it's not bad. It's just, like, you know, those first night creeps. Mm-hmm. But I I don't think I've ever had any weird experiences. Yeah, um, I sort of have. Um, when I went to Chicago, um, which it wasn't really the, the people's fault. It wasn't really, like, a creepy thing. Um, it was more so the people that stayed at the hotel. They were so rude. And then the valet service, um... They, like, 
they, they like scratched up our car oh yeah um but i mean it wasn't really a creepy thing um it was just more like chicago is a scary place but i really love chicago um i hope i can move there one day so yeah we just uh you can go ahead and tell us about your hotel experiences in our telonym or you can uh, email them to us so do we want to start on the tales now yeah um, we can go ahead and do that uh number one if someone were to throw you a surprise party what would it look like i'll let elise start this one surprise party um definitely like a like um like a maybe a taylor swift theme party where like everyone's like a different taylor swift album or like that would be awesome <laughs> or like a like a like an anime theme party like a demon slayer or Attack on Titan, something like that. I think that would be so cool, um, which it sounds nerdy of me, but I think that would be extremely cool. I tried watching anime, but I, I just never got into it. Oh, it's so awesome. But you just have to be careful. With what you watch. Yeah, yeah and, know. you know, some subs are better and then some dubs are better. Like Demon Slayer, um, I think they're both pretty good. I kind of like the dub a little bit better, which is weird, but I do kind of like the dub a little better, but I watch both. Um, I mm-hmm. I watched I watched the movie in dub. Yeah, they had it dubbed in my movie theater, which was pretty cool. Um, and then like Death Note, the dub, 100 times better. 100 times better. Attack on Titan, I like the sub better. The sub is superior with Attack on Titan. I hear a lot about AOT. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So what about your uh, surprise party? I think, I think knowing other people and knowing how they know me, it would probably be Marvel themed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you imagine if you like if like someone threw you a party and you walked in and it was just everyone dressed as Spider-Man and you didn't know who was who? And you're like, <laughs> oh, my God. And then Tom Holland was actually there dressed as Spider-Man, but you didn't even know like until it was all over with. And you didn't you never even knew because he was there as Spider-Man. Just didn't know that Spider Man. I would was be so mad. Not, I did not know that I was in Tom Holland's presence. Like, imagine getting a picture and everything, and just not knowing that it was Tom. And then, like, you're trying to like prove to people that you met Tom Holland, but they don't believe you. Yeah, because like in your picture, it's just Spider Man. Yeah, man, that would be so cruel. It but would, uh, for yeah, real. I think, but that's definitely not something he would do. He's uh that's not something he would do. He would definitely make sure that. I would hope so, considering they would pay have to pay him an arm and a leg to even be there. Yeah. Um, So what uh, is the next tale? um, What's something you don't like to share? Uh, Hmm. Well, that defeats the purpose, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, A little while ago, I mean, this still annoys me, but a few years ago, I got into this pet peeve where I would get really annoyed if people ate food off my plate. Really? Yes. It drove me insane. Um, mine's kind of, actually, you know, that reminds me. I have to eat my food, like, one thing at a time, and I have to go clockwise. What? Like, on my plate, like, like, like if there's, like, several different, like, foods on my plate, I have to eat one at a time, and I have to go clockwise when I eat them. Yeah, most of the time I eat the, the same thing all at, at one time. Like, you know, if I like if I'm at a Chinese restaurant, you know, I usually get like noodles and chicken and rice and mm-hmm. you know, all the all that different stuff that they give it uh 
or that they fix at Chinese restaurants, but I'll eat everything all at once. I, I don't like stop eating one thing just to eat another, but I've never heard anybody have to eat clockwise. Like it gets on my nerve if I don't eat clockwise. Like, like I'll see people like eat a burger, like they'll take a bite of their burger and then they'll eat a fry. And I'm like, oh, no, no, I would have to eat. The, and I'd have to set them up like the burger on top and the fries on the bottom, like on the plate. I have to eat all the burger, be completely done with it, and then move clockwise to the fries and then eat all my fries. And then I have to move clockwise again to get all the um, like crumbs off. And then I would put it in the like the, uh, sink. Huh. I know it might be like really odd and weird, but I have I- to eat like that. If I do like if it's burgers and fries and some and stuff, I, I think I do mix it up sometimes. But uh, you know, I, I've never really given much thought to how I eat. But we're we're off topic here. You're supposed to be talking about uh, things you don't like to share. Well, I'm just saying that defeats the point, point doesn't it? it? It does since we're sharing what we don't like to share. Oh, I guess my weight. I don't like talking about my weight. Um, I guess I could say. I get uncomfortable sharing personal information mm-hmm. with people that I don't know very well. Uh, hopefully, this one is a little more put together. Um, I sure hope so. <laughs> we really hope you guys. We we really hope you guys enjoyed. And uh, I just I just want to point out. I hope you remember. Don't get dead. Yes. Don't get don't get dead. Uh, that is the slogan. Maybe of- one day we'll tell the story behind. Maybe one day we'll tell the story behind our slogan if you guys like to see that or oh, hear that. Oh, for sure. Um, so check out the website if you haven't already and go listen to episode one if you haven't. Um, we do have an official Instagram now, which is super cool, and a YouTube channel, which we haven't uploaded anything yet, um, but it is linked on the website. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode two of The Haunting. I am your host, Elise Boger. And I'm your other host, Grace Jensen. And And we will see you next week. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.